We need a catchphrase. I have a great catchphrase this week. Okay, let's hear it. Uh, all right, so say our name. The Dumb Comic Creators. We don't waste our guest time. <laughs> that has nothing to do with comics, though. Yeah, yeah, but it, it's our podcast catchphrase. Yeah, but that doesn't like you think that like you, you know the term name dumb comic creators you'd have something in there about comics though and we clearly do waste our guest time we don't waste our guest time i talk we, about peeps with a what, lot of our guests what kind of sales pitch is that like i'm trying to i'm i'm trying to get people on the podcast at all times mm-hmm. i'm saying hey want to be in a podcast for free we'll promote your materials for free all you have to do is show up and talk about your work for free but and, just and expect a little bit of time wasted like, and to and that our winning personalities will get you through it. No. But our winning personalities are not necessarily efficient. And I say we won't waste your time. I'm pretty sure we so do. So don't tell everyone time. that we're going to waste their time. Hey, Keegan, I have a question. Uh, what up? were you doing before this podcast when Brian was actually here? That's inconsequential. You, what were That's, you doing, Keegan? That is not submittable in court. Should I? Okay. No, no, this is not guest time. (laughs) This is not guest time. Good good to know. know. Egan was playing chess, which has dick all to do with comics. Yeah, I know, but it it has to do with um, streaming on Twitch. People like watching chess. And what we're doing right now is streaming on Twitch. We're going to stream all of our interviews on Twitch. We're not going to waste any of our guest time because we are dumb comic creators. And we don't waste our guest time. But we do. Okay. All right, fine. Doesn't work. Well, that's quick. Usually you fight harder. Even you must have just realized it wasn't true. It just, it, yeah, it doesn't feel natural to say. Look, yeah. he's, he's already tuned out. He's zoned out. I'm, I'm here. I'm here. I'm, I'm talking. <laughs> hey, 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 hey. This is not guest time. Okay. <laughs> This is not guest time. No, I'm just So kidding. we have said our name. We are Dumb and Conquerors, but individually, who are we, Keegan? Uh, we are Eric Schwartz and Keegan Shiner. That's me, Eric Schwartz, not Keegan Shiner. Yes, and Keegan Shiner. And Keegan Shiner. Uh, today we have a return guest. Was uh, it and P- McCartney or and Lennon? I don't know. What, what, I what, what, and McCartney. It was and <laughs> McCartney. Oh, yeah. but then once Lennon died, they changed it to... And Ringo Starr? No, they changed it to Anne Lennon. He he switched the name order. Okay. So which are we? Are we pre-dead Lennon or, or post-dead Lennon? Well, Lennon died um, in Russia. Do you think of yourself more as a John Lennon or no, no, uh, Lennon Paul McCartney? Died in Russia and he was proceed and he was taken... And Stalin became the leader <laughs> after him. Paul Stalin. Paul Stalin. <laughs> uh, yeah. The Czars. That was a famous rock band mm-hmm. in, uh, across the world. Yep. People raved about them. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, Gulag, Gulag, Gulag. I want to hold your communist hand. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah. All right. So back to uh, us not yeah. wasting our guest time. Yes. Uh, we why have don't a, we introduce our guests? We have a returning guest, Brian Judge. I mean, Brian Judge. Uh, Brian Judge. Judge. Brian Judge. Brian yep. Judge. Eric, am, I allowed, likes, am I allowed to speak now? Or uh, I don't. Oh, for I, sure. Yeah. yeah by all to... means, talk as much as you want. This is your podcast. Okay. Man. I don't like to. Okay. I don't like name. to. I mispronounce our guest names. I just do it accidentally. No, well, no, he does it every single time on purpose, and it's no, not funny. No, not on purpose. Never is every funny. single time, I feel shame. I've dishonored my family. Well, the, uh, the last, the last thing that Keegan said is that this is now officially my podcast. So. Yes, yes. Okay, so yeah, if you uh, have this, ask, if well, you want to excuse ask me, excuse me, this is this is now my podcast. <laughs> um, I I waited patiently. Um, Respect yeah, now the podcaster, are, Eric. You are both now my guests. Oh, I, hello everyone. I am Brian Judge. I am I am a greasy goblin. Uh, I have horrible lighting right now in my room, so you can see every single pore in my face right now. I hope you enjoy it. 
uh, and I'm going to relinquish control as uh, head of the of the host of this podcast to Keegan and Eric uh, humbly because I'm a very humble host. And wait, the- are you are you cracking under the pressure already? Well, no, I'm just you had this podcast for like five seconds. You're done. Well, no, 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 it's not that. I okay, I I take back my control. I am, you can't. No, you already relinquished. Well, I'm taking it back. back. Um, He was the best type of leader there is. One who didn't (laughs) let power go to his head. You are not a Stalin, that's for sure. Yeah, you're not a Stalin. I am, I am Brian. Nice to meet you. (laughs) Uh, check out my website, oneolikeomics.com. Uh, and I'm just trying to reaffirm that I'm I'm a loving uh, uh, ruler over this podcast, <laughs> and I'm giving I'm giving you control. I'm giving you power, and you should be uh, appreciative of that. That so, uh, so now we're a humble ruler such as me would give you that. But you're like our George Washington. Is that what you're trying to say? More like George Lucas, but yeah, same thing. <laughs> George Lucas. Yeah. Oh, so fans, you're going to change this podcast in the future over and over again. Yes, pretty much. Uh, you're not even in a third draft. Keegan, George Lucas listens to the fans if he does anything. <laughs> yeah, okay, keep it up. Keep it up. <laughs> uh, okay, so Brian is a comic book artist and writer, mm-hmm. and he has his own Instagram page and website. He makes comics all the time. And we've already had Brian on, uh, which is why this is a little bit loopier than a normal podcast. We don't waste our, our podcast guest time after all so uh brian we read your one of your new books uh p boy the legend of p boy mm-hmm. grublins is it grublins the legend of p boy grublins and a p boy uh gold edition so i had to reprint it uh so this is the gold edition uh, i took that as an opportunity to also add in some extras into it um so yeah 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 that, that's what we're talking about that's what i'm here for i'm all about grublins grublins in case anyone else who doesn't know uh, this is the greatest epic since Lord of the Rings. You know what? Actually, it's better than Lord of the Rings. I actually just finished reading The Hobbit uh, two nights ago, and I can tell you, okay, J.R.L. Tolkien, first time, he may have been good, but listen, guys, I'm I'm really where it's at, all right? I'm the guy doing the big moves right now, so. Wow, wow. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Call out J.R.R. Tolkien. The glove has been dropped. Yeah. Or the golf, I mean. And you have something on him already. You're alive. <laughs> that's true and you know even his son i'm pretty sure his son is dead so you know what J.R.R. tolkien jr jr i'm here to fight I'm, I'm here to fight you so that's something i'm gonna I'm tag gonna that when i post this so that it shows up <laughs> on google forever cool uh, <laughs> hashtag hashtag uh declared war hashtag tolkien fight <laughs> um cool all right so it's a uh an epic novel um, that's been recently turned into a series of three movies and um, each one longer than the next. Also, there's The Hobbit too, which was a, a short, like a shorter story than any one of the single Lord of the Rings books split into three movies. That's That was the joke, Eric. Thank you for just laying it out as, no, I'm hey. comparing his book, Grublins, The Legend of Peaboy, the way the you phrase it, I thought you were talking about Grublins was three books that was turned into a movie. No, not, no, Grublins is one short comic that's been turned into four movies, uh-huh. each over well, four that's, hours. That's actually, um, <laughs> it's it's actually funny that you mentioned that because I do actually have two sequels in the work right now um, oh, that cool. are that are like post cutting uh, to completion. So uh, jokes jokes aside, um, yeah. <laughs> you know what? I'm I am dead serious right now. This this is this is the the big Tolkien esque uh, fantasy of our uh, uh, lives. So <laughs> jump on board while you can. You can't say joking aside. Get serious for half a second and then make a joke. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what was the inspiration for uh, this book? Honestly, uh, I don't care about fantasy. Um, I'm gonna say it right now. I'm gonna okay. drop the drop the gauntlet. Uh, uh, let all the hate mail come in um i don't really care about fantasy so i thought it'd be a very interesting idea uh on me if hey what if i tried to go and make fantasy that i'm interested in and you know what i'm interested in is goblins so what if there's an entire fantasy universe where the entire pitch was there was only goblins in the world uh and that's what goblins are they're weaker smaller and treated like garbage compared to humans 
but really I was just trying to try, try to tell a story that I would like because honestly my taste really more goes towards like science fiction uh, I love Star Trek I love Star Wars I love all those uh, science fiction properties and I'm not saying the fantasy is inherently bad I'm just saying that uh, it's not something that particularly grabs my interests but science fiction does so I thought hey this is an interesting thing uh, why don't I try making something that someone like me would enjoy so we got Grublins and this is P-Boy Interesting. Yeah. Uh, how, how did you go from, um, well, I, I guess like you, you said you don't like fantasy, but then uh, what what made you like kind of jump into it, I guess? Uh, I thought it would be an interesting challenge. Um, okay. You see, if someone who really is into fantasy is going to write a fantasy story, and I, I mean like nothing negative towards this, but they're going to have all the kind of like the typical ideas. You're going to have orcs, you're going to have goblins, you're going to have wizards, you're going to have knights. You're going to have all those, for lack of a better term, cliches. So I thought, I have a different perspective on this. I'm not someone who's really engaged with those ideas. Uh, maybe I can offer something slightly different. And my ideas are a bunch of goblins who drink their own pee. Uh, and they're <laughs> pee boy. So that's uh, that's sort of how I start with the idea. I, I should cool. say though, like I am I am getting more into fantasy as I do this. I have finished again, like I said, uh, The Hobbit. Good book. Um, oh, cool. First Lord of the Rings right now. It's going to take me a very long time to read it, but uh, it, it oh. doesn't take as long if you skip all the like little songs. That <laughs> yeah. are in there. Like I just skip those. They have they offer no value. I hated them. I, I, those are killing me. Like personally, I could not like read through the store like the songs. So, like, I'm like I can't read this like with this all these songs. But when that was the problem the song, with the the Hobbit movies. They started singing in the middle. Oh my of them, god, right? those movies, man! I, I saw two <laughs> of them. That was six hours of my life. Yeah. Did you ever see the third one? Never coming back. No, no, no. We saw the third one and never even got there. Third one has literally no plot. They spent like three hours doing nothing. I'm like, how is this possible? Oh man, three hours doing nothing. Yeah, the like, part like, is you could just twiddle your thumbs that have been about as act as like exciting and realistic. There, there's this really great moment in the book. Um, again, I, I just finished The Hobbit, so I feel like that I'm I, I'm able to speak about this. But um, there's a really really great moment in the first book, um, in The Hobbit, where Gandalf. It's something like Bilbo is captured by three orcs or goblins and is about to be eaten. And the way that Gandalf gets them out of there is he has a, he has a very like funny thing where. He imitates each of the goblins who are about to go eat him, and he gets them talking, talking, talking until daylight comes and the goblins get frozen into stone. And it's like it's it's like a fun, you know, like little like adventure thing. Like, oh hey, that's that's kind of cool. In the movie, uh, it's it's this big theatrical production about Gandalf comes in front of a giant stone. He slams down his spear. And he says, you know, something epic about this and that. And then, oh no, the, the stone cracks. The sun comes in, and bam, they turn to stone. It's like, man, the original book. He just it was like they're like a, a little a little game. This doesn't need to be the biggest thing in the world. But wow. Part of all those all those Hobbit movies. Well, I mean. Have you got so not to spoil for? Have you met the character Tom Bombadil yet in the original? Uh, okay, in the in the okay, in so in Lord of the Rings, he's in the first book. He's a character, and he's a very interesting character. And he's one of my and he's probably one of my favorite characters. But he literally serves no purpose whatsoever. <laughs> like they could literally just oh yeah yeah I, I have I have yeah yeah you like yeah, you see, yeah. yeah they could literally just have just not seen him so mm-hmm. and you're like all right that cool mm-hmm. but that's like that's fun i i, I like that you know I, I don't want the big theatrical production but um we're sort of i feel like we're getting a little bit off track uh, this but, uh, in, in the best possible way i can talk about yeah i, I can talk <laughs> about the hobbit for hours without yeah I, again the irony is i haven't seen lord of the rings i haven't seen you know any of that stuff so my exposure is, is completely oh wow you've never seen lord of the rings movie I, i've seen ralph bakshi's animated film and that's my only exposure uh, oh, i'm okay. very limited well the, those movies are actually very good yeah They're yeah <laughs> completely watchable mm-hmm. i've seen his like take on king kong uh peter jackson's king kong and i, I sort of like that movie um but yeah yeah. yeah like the first half's okay i it's too long and it's too overbloated but i that was after lord of the rings i think yeah yeah it sounds about right so so why don't we talk about the book for a second mm-hmm. yeah eric the, yeah, oh, so um, Brian, we're going to try to summarize the plot line. Um, it stars um, obviously P Boy is the main character. He is a Grublin, as we talked about, um, and he becomes one of the greatest swordsmen on the entire world. 
if I'm not mistaken? Yeah, no, uh, your summary is correct, yeah. Okay, and so we're introduced to P-Boy, and we're also introduced to two other characters who are also grublins. Um <laughs> And so we are, so like we have, like, so we're not sure that much about the world, or we know a lot about the world that there are humans and grublins, and grublins definitely seem to be second class, but we don't know what's going to follow. Yeah, this is, um, it's a very sort of, um, without trying to downplay it, it is a very standard hero's journey sort of uh, story. The character goes through an arc and ends up in a different place than they were. Um, but my goal with this is establishing sort of a universe. Um, P-Boy is, uh, God, I, I love the fact that I can just, you know, on, okay, just like sidebar for a second. Once I realized that I could do whatever I want, uh, naming the character P-Boy was like a top priority, you know, just some, <laughs> just like for whatever reason, that, that dumb name really, uh, it was important to me. But um, this is, it, it's set up. This is all set up for a really a larger universe that I'm starting uh, starting to put together. Uh, again, there's a lot of uh, uh, miscellaneous sort of stories also on my Instagram, but um, this is the setup. This is the beginning of this character in his arc, so. And uh, you, you like to name your characters sort of exactly what they are, right? Like crime killer and yeah. <laughs> and like uh, you, find, you find something humorous about like that exact like name right i guess or the absurdity of just that's somebody a, being named what exactly yeah. what they are that's a good way to put it yeah yeah I, I find that funny too it's very um i i i think it's like on the british side of humor yeah. <laughs> where it's subtle you know mm -hmm. yeah not on the nose at all well it's sort of it, um something that i i sort of have been <laughs> thinking about recently a lot is um when you see like a new idea, specifically with comic books, um, whenever you see like a new character in comic books, it, they don't exactly have that sort of like zany or wacky um, sense to them. And that could be for a number of reasons, but um, it's, it's, it's always a little bit sort of disappointing to me because I like the, the zany and the wacky because I think that can be taken serious and you can have a nice juxtaposition between tone. I mean, a character like Two-Face or the Joker, if you ask me, um, I don't think they could really exist nowadays because they're a little bit too out there. Mm -hmm. uh, and I want to do out there ideas. I want to do stuff that's different that no one else has seen before. You know, whether or not it can be taken serious, I'm not going to comment on, but I want to see, can I tell a story that is taken deadpan serious about a guy named P-Boy, you know? Uh, that's That has a, a certain richness to itself uh, that I appreciate, so... Yeah, that's that's an interesting part of your writing, I think. Or like what kind of like that's your definite voice when I pick up something that you've written, you know, or drawn. Um the other thing about your work is that it's all like hand drawn, you know. Even the boxes are not drawn with a ruler and um can you walk us through your process once again with the like, yeah. how, how did you lay out these? Because these are not Instagram size, so they're a little different than what we talked about last time you were on. And um, how did you lay out this page? Or, or do you sketch it out first? Everything I do, my process is always, uh, I sketch out the entire story and then I figure out the dialogue while I'm actually editing it into Instagram or oh. to Photoshop. Uh, for the case of this, I, I do want to point out there's a man named Jeff Pusatari on Instagram. Uh, he's an amazing illustrator, uh, an amazing uh, colorist. I hired him to do the coloring for the story. Uh, so he is the man who actually went in and colored the entire thing. Oh, cool. But for the actual illustrations and the plot and the dialogue and the editing, a lot of it is myself. My process is I draw the entire story on a very small notepad uh, from beginning to end, piece by piece, and then I just sit down and I draw it. And while I'm drawing it, I can make decisions. Um, I think that... There, there's going to be a few instances in this book, probably, of me going against whatever I originally sketched, whether it's for convenience or whether it's for uh, story purposes. I go against my own storyboard sometimes because I'm a very hectic sort of uh, artist. Uh, I do things on the fly and I sort of add in whatever I like. Um, but really, I'm just trying to give people a story that's going to satisfy themselves. This is, um, I'm, I'm sort of proud of the story, to be honest, because I feel like that 
it has a beginning, middle, and end in a real sort of conclusion and sort of kind of like that classic Hollywood uh, style arc of a character. And I tried very hard to accomplish that. So, yeah. Uh, was it, have you done like this format before where it's like page turning? I mean, yes, right? Uh, I don't actually think so. I think that this is um, because again, when you're working in Instagram, you have to go by a different mindset. Right. Yeah. Uh, you've you've yeah. mostly done scroll like scroll through comics with the square panels, I guess is what I'm getting at. Yeah. And, and so this was like really cool to read your work in like a proper turn the page type of format. Eric, did you notice that at all? Yeah, I did. Um, very much turn your page format. Also, I just think because like the artwork always was reminiscent of your older work, which was very short, like to the point, like all of them were two pages at the most. And these were this was felt like yeah. an ongoing bigger and story that was growing bigger and bigger and bigger, and the world was expanding, expanding, expanding. Whereas the other one, the story at most, like the world itself was, I think, a very concise and defined world, like. Bad guy shows up, bad guy dies, done. It was yeah. <laughs> like yeah. it was it was a, like it was bloody, it was to the point, it was just uh here, done, continue. <laughs> mm -hmm. Right. So it was cool to see it kind of continue. Um yeah, let me let me actually pull up your crime killer. Yeah, yeah. And I actually have a, a little bit of exciting news for that. Um I'm composing a sequel to that book. And I have, um, I, I don't know whether or not I should really announce any of the people that I brought on board with it, but I've been asking a lot of really interesting and cool people on Instagram. Uh, honestly, I've just been asking random people, uh, uh, definitely just people that are way too, like way, way better than me to go and uh, if they want to submit stories. And I've had a lot of positive reception. So, um, uh, you know, what? I, I think I think I can say like one name. Um, they probably wouldn't mind. Um, there's an individual chris r art uh he's doing a story for it and uh harry nordlinger uh vacuum decay fame i've been talking a lot with him if he wants to do a story and he expressed interest and i'm very excited for that uh harry if you are listening to this and it turns out you are not okay with me announcing that uh well <laughs> hey i guess this is the end of everything uh i love vacuum decay i'm gonna pick up issue three when it comes out uh godspeed so but yeah, no, uh, <laughs> de definitely um, P-Boy is me trying to branch out further. My sort of approach to comics has always been um, you start out small and you build up bigger. So it, it is like, honestly, Crime Killer is one page uh, villain appears, second page he dies. That's a completely correct like description. Um, yeah, yeah. Starting to get bigger, so. Yeah, so it was like, it was really kind of cool seeing that same style, but like, brought into like a larger format yeah and lo longer narrative too you know uh do you think that writing short like that short style has like uh helped you transition to the longer format or to the longer narrative is what i'm trying to say um, Certainly. Um, I, I think that there's value to any type of story that you try to tell and that different things are required of you no matter what you're doing but that there are also some skills that will always carry over. Um, I, I'm a really big film nut, and I think that there's a lot that you can kind of gain from uh, uh, the way that you watch and analyze film uh, compared to comics, because they're the kind of the, the two closest visual mediums and how they're sort of uh, composed. The same way that, I mean, whether or not uh, uh, they get the same amount of respect, you take something like a romantic comedy and a horror movie, uh, there are elements to both that you can analyze that can carry over to each other. You know, it may sound like kind of extreme right now and like a little bit out there, but there are things, you know, um, understanding uh, how you compose a scene, uh, the dialogue that you use, how you set up things. I think that all these elements kind of carry over to each other and there's a lot to, to sort of learn from every medium. So I'd say that I, I definitely have learned a lot from um, studying smaller kind of structured stories and moving on to bigger ones. To yeah. tag along to that, I think Sleep in Seattle is literally like <laughs> minus Tom Hanks away from being a horror movie. I mean, uh, <laughs> this girl, no, no, think about it. This girl hears this guy speak about his dead wife and like, le like leaves from New York to Seattle to like, or Seattle to New York 
to hunt him down. Because he's like a celebrity. <laughs> you no, know, like so. That like, was the first like I'm fi- I'm stalking you because you're a celebrity movie. That's, no, that's like yeah, it's still stalking though. And she like chases him down. If it wasn't for that, that like Meg Ryan and Tom Hanks, you know, like are likable people are likable actors. <laughs> this movie's a horror movie, so. I hey, well, I mean, she preys upon his loneliness. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> she knows that he's vulnerable, and she uses that mm-hmm. to get him. But uh, no, how do they even decide to meet? I forget. They don't. He just they or she, or she writes a letter, and her, her son respond. His son responds. The son, the son sets and it up. Yeah. Yeah, he says, "I'll be on the Empire State Building." And so she's like, okay. And so she just goes and he. Just, oh, and then he like, he like runs away from home, right? To go yeah, meet her. Yeah. Meet her. And then they both show up and they meet at the Empire State Building because he forgets his backpack and he sees her. And right. They, and then it's like, uh, love it. Yeah, we're just time. looking at each other. Yeah. Great, yeah. great recap of, of the movie Sleepless in Seattle. Um, I remember, did you bring that up, Brian? I, how did that even come up, Eric? Well, no, because uh, he was talking about like how you compare like romantic to like horror films. I'm like, pretty sure Sleepless in Seattle should have been a horror film. They just cast the wrong people. But no, but like certainly though, if you, if you analyze uh, media, um, just the the inclusion of, of dialogue or sound. Um, I mean, there's there's like a thing. Um, I don't know if anyone has uh, seen it, but um, someone made an edit of the the original end of Star Wars where all they do is they get rid of the the music that's being played uh, uh, when everyone gets their medal. And it becomes a much more sort of like awkward thing because it's just everyone just sitting around waiting. And somebody coughs. And, yeah, I've seen yeah, that. yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like that's a that's a good point though about how you know that these sort of elements do kind of carry over and that it, very small decisions can ch- kind of change the tone of the scene. I think that um, my my attitude. I I want to believe that everything matters and that nothing that you do doesn't go to waste. Uh, is that a double negative? Yeah, whatever. Main point is, uh, things matter. <laughs> that, that, that's my belief. So. Brian, uh, I have this question that uh, you are, at this point, we can call you not a new comic creator, but what okay. advice would you give to um, any new comic creators? Ooh, uh, that is a good question. Um, I guess there would be sort of two different pieces, uh, pieces of, of advice. Um, the first one is, don't be afraid. Put your stuff out there. The I have found that the Instagram comic community has been nothing but positive towards me uh don't be afraid to go and put out your weird idea i should be like the king of this because i don't think there's anyone else honestly doing anything weirder than what i'm doing right now uh if i can find a fan base for someone for if i can find a fan base for an idea that is essentially what if goblins drank their own pee uh you can find a fan base for your idea or your comic your your animation whatever it is the second piece is I would recommend anyone who wants to get into kind of this community uh, and anyone who wants to uh, create comics or, or really anything is do something that no one else is doing. Uh, find something that you enjoy, that you're personally engaged in and go for it. Uh, whether or not people are going to enjoy it, I say go and, and get your own experiences out of it. Um, I, I think that there's a lot of worth to people doing what they want to do and whether or not it's going to be popular, whether or not it's easy, uh, go try that crazy thing. And if, if, it, if it's a failure, at least you have the experience to learn from it. But good advice. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 That's good advice. You don't want to do stuff that other, you think other people will like. Do stuff that you like and then other people will like it because you like it if it shows. Yeah. yeah, which by the way is very courageous because you yourself did a fantasy when you're like, I don't <laughs> like fantasy, and yeah. you're like, but I'm gonna do it. Yeah, but like no one else is sort of doing stuff like that. Um, yeah. If I if I may be a a, piss, a a pessimistic jerk for a second, I really do think that there's not enough people out there who are trying new and different ideas. Uh, so often it sort of feels like people want to do certain types of things just because that's the, the mold established. I mean, I mean, nothing bad to people who just want to do those type of stories, but I think that we should have a place for people who want to push the envelope, try new and different uh, exciting ideas. Since this is your second time on the podcast, uh, I wanted to ask you something we didn't really talk about last time, um, mm-hmm. which is like, how, how are you promoting and selling your comics? Uh, easy answer. 
I'm not. <laughs> oh, okay. You have the site oneandonlycomics.com, correct? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I actually yeah. recently, yeah, yeah. Uh, okay. Oneandonlycomics.bigcartel. I only recently bought the domain. Um, yeah, I, I, you know, I, I take it back for a second. Uh, I have actually been trying to improve that. If you check under the info tab uh, under One Only Comics, I have a new section, two new sections, uh, devoted to digital collages and uh, diary comics. Um, my approach has been so far, if people enjoy the content that I've been doing on Instagram, uh, sort of use Instagram as that piece of cheese to the mousetrap. Yeah. Uh, have, have that sort of be the thing that people are attracted to and kind of catch them all and say, hey, if you like what you've been seeing, if you go into my website, uh, where you can also buy any of my books, I have exclusive content, you know, and you sort of go and do that. So I've been, uh, been updating my website with a lot of uh, comic collages and a few diary comics. Um, so my method has always been give people a lot of free things and hope to God they want to buy your book. So. Right, right. Um, interesting. Okay, so uh, I'm, I'm thinking. So you made this site and you were on, it's, it's, through uh, Big Cartel is. Yep. So you made a site on Big Cartel to sell your comics and somebody orders one, like say I ordered the Dark GI Bastard book for $7. Uh, Are you sending that to me directly? Yeah, yeah. Uh, The book is is being mailed by me. Oftentimes I I throw in a bunch of little extras. I have like a stockpile just uh, extra material, stickers, buttons. It sort of depends on each and every single book you get. But, so uh, when when you uh, finished this comic, did you order some prints from the shop or do you order a print on demand? Uh, I order prints from the shop. So with every book that I make, I, I order an amount um, that's sort of expected. Uh, okay. Dark like, Bath book, I have like 20 books just sitting in my uh, in my room right now waiting to sell. Oh, okay. Okay. That makes sense. Uh, do you sign them for people or is it kind of a, <laughs> I'm just wondering. Well, for a lot of these books, sadly, the service that I use, Mixum, which is a really great service for anyone who wants to get into independent comics and uh, in publishing, uh, they don't really offer a good uh, thing for uh, signable material. A lot of it's kind of like a glossy fabric or just doesn't uh, take the ink. So generally speaking, I'll write a note uh, saying, you know, thank you for buying this or any other material that I attach. I, I, I try to include uh, something personal to it, like a sketch or- What a, was that service again? Mixum Printing? Yeah, M-I-X-A-M.com, Mixum.com. Uh, they're, they're wonderful, if you ask me. I've used them for all my books and they have only been good to me. So oh, cool. okay. And uh, And they have like a specific comic book tab I'm seeing here. Yeah, I, I would recommend the zine tab for whatever reason. The zine tab is a little bit cheaper. I think it's because it's not as big and oh, okay. yours, but the, the zine tab really is worth looking into. Okay, cool. That is, see, that's like great stuff to know if you're trying yeah. to make comics. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah and you want to get them printed, but you don't want to spend millions of dollars. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And everyone has their own process too. Uh, do you do a test print or are you kind of just like trusting them to get it right? I should do more test prints. Um, any any failures that uh, I have are really on me. Like I was saying, okay. boy, um, the first time I printed P-Boy, I, I did a, an error and I had a page out of order. Uh, oh. And it was nothing on Mixum. It was all just me. So I yeah. had to reprint the entire book. But I took That's it as an opportunity. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I took it as an opportunity to add in extra pages and you know recolor some work and really kind of like improve the book overall. So Eric and I just did the December drawdown where we yeah, yeah. yeah where yeah. we uh we are mostly comic book writers and we hear a lot of shit talk from you know on Reddit and everything of artists saying like, well, pay me or learn how to draw. So we, we went out and like, yeah, you're doing it. Tried to learn how to draw. Yeah. Yeah. We tried. Right, Eric. Um, and I guess we were, where was I going with that? Oh, I wanted to ask if you're like formally trained, uh, as like a artist, um, 
and like when you started drawing uh formal training um well i went to college for graphic design and a part of the school that i went to east carolina university we had to take preliminary classes in figure drawing so okay. i i would say i had some level of um uh, of, of teaching formal teaching uh, kind of okay drawing. although everything that i learned a, a lot of what i learned is just honestly on my own i i just love to sketch and i love comics and um yeah, yeah, no, not not saying that you have to have fun. Yeah, yeah. I was just wondering if you did. And definitely the graphic design major would help you with printing. Yeah. Yeah, because you have to know, I'm assuming you use InDesign or? Uh, yeah, yeah. In Photoshop, okay. Do you also use InDesign? Uh, I compose all my books in InDesign. Uh, usually okay. it's, I assemble each page in Photoshop and then put it all in one InDesign file. Got it. Okay. I actually, I switched to affinity. I don't know if you pay for the Adobe cloud or not, mm -hmm. but uh, I switched to affinity recently. And uh, so they have three programs, affinity photo, affinity designer, and affinity publisher. They're basically Photoshop illustrator and publish in InDesign. Um, but they're a one-time payment and you get to download all the updates as they come out. And it, it was like $75 total uh, for, for each programmer. Or I, I forget if it was total, but anyway, it was a great deal compared to paying all year on uh, Photoshop. I don't know. That was a weird tangent. No, hey, it's all good. <laughs> We're not sponsored by Affinity or Adobe. I mean, hey, <laughs> how long do we talk about uh, Sleepless for Seattle? <laughs> Too long. <laughs> or not long enough. Jonah was was uh, Tom Hanks' son in that movie. I'm remembering. Brian, did you have other stuff you wanted to plug? Yeah. Uh, ooh, other stuff. Um, well, I do actually have some future books coming out that are going to extend the Grublins universe, not directly tied to P-Boy, although, again, it's in the same universe. Uh, I have Grublins the Headhunters, which is uh, going to have a, a lot of new material, as well as contain a lot of the more kind of recent uh, comics that I've been doing. Uh, it's a very fun and silly arc that involves uh, Santa Claus, uh, Grublins, and a lot of a lot of skulls being cleaved. Um, oh, cool! I have my new website domain, oneandonlycomics.com. If you go on there, you can see a variety of new uh, comic collages that I've been doing. Uh, I have two upcoming collages that I'm gonna try to post as soon as possible. And in general, uh, I'll try to plug every single thing that I've ever done. Uh, Lonely <laughs> Earth, uh, uh, Marty and the Ape, uh, uh, Sex and Violence, uh, uh, The Dark G.I. Bastard Book. Uh, oh, shoot. Uh, there's like five other things. But, but yeah, no. <laughs> really, if you, if you liked anything that you've seen so far, uh, I, I would recommend uh, anyone listening uh, to check out my Instagram page. I post a lot of stuff, a lot of stuff for free. Uh, and hey, if you like what you see there, maybe go buy one of my actual books. Hey, you know, I'm not, you know, just just tossing that out. It might be nice. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So uh, yeah, it not might be nice. And they're high quality prints. I think. Uh, yeah, we've gotten them. And yeah, and you're. St I, I follow you on Instagram. I like all your. I, I like all your stuff. Uh, it's always fun. And and like they're full comics. If you if you're following Brian, uh, when he posts, it's like a full comic, right? Mm -hmm. um, when you post, what's this bounty bot? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's a that's a fun little uh, uh, robot adventure strip. Um, more sort of like PG material compared to some of my other stuff. Oh, cool. How often do you draw? Are you drawing every day? Uh, I guess I, you, you know, it's funny, uh, if you actually check out the latest uh, diary comic that I did, the last thing I posted, uh, there's an answer exactly right there. <laughs> ah, oh. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder when was the last time I made a new comic? Holy cow, I posted eight pages worth of comics this week. Only eight pages? I must be slowing down. Yeah. <laughs> No, um, I, I didn't. Brilliant, that, but, uh, brilliant all, comic. <laughs> yeah, all those Grublins ones. I mean, it doesn't matter how much I do. I always end up like thinking, man, I haven't done anything. <laughs> but, that's yeah, yeah. That's a weird art artist thing, right? Like yeah. you never feel like you're doing anything. And... That's true for I think anybody though. You're always like, I don't think I did anything today. When you like look back, you're like, oh yeah, I took out the trash, cleaned up my house, solved world peace, uh -huh. solved world hunger. <laughs> like didn't do anything today, did I? 
Hmm. Yeah, it's, Actually, it's an incapable <laughs> mindset, if you ask me. I haven't done any of those three things, Eric. Take out the trash today. Yeah, Ashley no, was didn't. very upset with you. I'm sorry, Ashley. <laughs> You're still watching. You, I'm yelling at Keegan for you. I'm hoping she's sleeping by now. <laughs> it's dark in there. Uh, my wife is watching the podcast right now, but we'll see. Mm-hmm. All of a sudden, she get we get a message. She's like, "I agree, Eric." You <laughs> know she's listening. Uh, she can't text back. She's watching on uh, the Twitch app on the yeah, Xbox. Yeah, so I'm saying she's on Twitch. You can... on the on the Xbox. On the Xbox. Okay. There's no way to type. There's no way to type. Okay. Yeah. Shout out loud right now, Ashley. If you need help, <laughs> <laughs> you look so scared. She's laughing. Oh no! <laughs> There's such a good delay. She said Brian, no. <laughs> Brian and I are helping you from afar. <laughs> she said no. Brian, uh, what are you drawing, and can we see it? Well, actually, I was uh, I was about to go say um, this is exclusive to this. Let me turn on my video. Uh, I want you guys to uh, decide what's the name of this brand new Groblins character I might include Ooh. in one of my future comics. Nice. Eric, you got one? I was going to go big ear, big nose, Groblin. No, no. It has to be a pee-related. Pee-related. Okay, <laughs> It has fine. to be a secretion of some sort. Ear, <laughs> earwax, Groblin? Earwax? Big ears. Big earwax. Big earwax. Keegan, I'll go with that. Like I don't mind that. All right, it's, well, it's not like... as as secretionary as I wish it was. It's not as disgusting as I was hoping, but big earwax is okay. Eric, that's I the like best it. you could do. I don't for secretions. Well, I, you put me on the spot, Keegan. <laughs> if, right. if I had well, my team of trained officially my te- introducing to the Grublins Greater Universe. Soon to be featured in a story. Big Wax, the bold. Oh, it's like, oh, no, it's reversed. But that's actually good. That, that's what his name is. Big, big wax. Big ear wax. Big oh, ear nice. wax. <laughs> there nice. you go. That's, uh, if, you that's so cool. if you stab him in the ear, he doesn't get stabbed because the ear wax slows down the knife. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's good. It's good to know. <laughs> I like that you're making a comic basically about the orcs in uh, Lord of the Rings. No, because that's what I care about, man. I don't care about elves. I don't care about humans. I don't care about Bilbo. I want to hear, I'm here for the orcs. I'm here for for big, nasty monsters. Hey, we all know that sex sells. And what's sexier than a goblin with big earwax or P-boy? You know what? You should just wait because I got certain ideas with with those goblins that uh, are going to turn some heads. So... That's all I can say. Well, Brian, this has been really fun. It's always a pleasure, Brian. Once again, find Brian at one underscore and underscore only underscore comics on Instagram. You can find his website, oneandonlycomics.com. If you want to check out his work, buy his work. Uh, It's really good. Follow him on Instagram. And uh, yeah, Brian, this has been fun. Yeah, it's it's been a good time. Thanks for coming on. Well, thanks for having me back. Yeah. Happy New Year, by the way. We're, we're literally recording this on New Year's Day. Yep. Yeah, a good way to start the new year. Uh, a fresh podcast. 2020 Totally. Yeah, we, we wanted to have you back. You're a great guest. We love your comics. So yeah. uh, it's a good way to start the year, I think. Well, hey, it is my honor to be a part of such an illustrious podcast. So, And we didn't waste any of your time, which is yeah, just cool. wonderful. 100% mm-hmm. not wasted. Not wasted at all. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Except for that part where I zoned out when you're talking about affinity versus refinity, I think. Affinity. Like, yeah. What? I'm like, I don't know what this is. What about? And then I'm like, ooh, turtles. It was a tip for graphic designers who don't want to spend tons of money on Adobe products. Mm-hmm. How much is it, Brian? Now, you do the student stuff? I have, I have no clue how much it is, I'm going to be honest. Oh, okay. Ooh, I won't, I won't, I'm not going to dive into that then. <laughs> yeah, it's a fortune for anyone who, who's wondering. It's a fortune. Mm-hmm. Anyway, uh, Brian, thank you so much. We'll talk to you soon. Mm, thanks again for having me back on. All right. Thank uh, you, Brian. Bye. Bye.
Wow, Wait. we're almost at 500 downloads. For what? For our podcast. Because our listeners are listening to our podcast. 500 downloads, that means 500 people have listened to it or one person 500 times. That's right. And since I don't have the capacity to listen to all of our episodes 500 times, uh, it must be other people. Yeah, 491. So in 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 half a year, I'd, I'd say that is, uh, it's mediocre at best. <laughs> yeah. We could be doing better. We could, but on the flip side, we have people listening and, and we're very appreciative of those people. Yeah, we're very appreciative of anybody that wishes to spend their time with us listening to what we have to say. Because after all, all we are is just two dumb comic creators. Okay, so uh, episode one, we just talked about where to start with comics. We're just going to recap the year. We're going to recap the year, yeah. A so year. Jan- January, February, March, mm-hmm. April. We did not care about comics enough to start a podcast. Nope. But then coronavirus hit and we said, May, let's start a podcast. Well, hey, Eric, you're bored. You don't really know. Let's start <laughs> yeah. a podcast. Like, All of a all sudden, right. out of the blue, Eric started answering my calls and texts. And I I, I hooked him. I got him on a podcast. You're like, Eric, I have an emergency. You need to call me back right away. Okay, King and what? You're like, we should start a podcast. I'm like, okay. Yeah. I was like, Eric, are you busy tonight? And he was like, I can't say no. <laughs> I, could I mean, say I yes, can't say yes. But that would yes. be a lie. <laughs> uh, yeah. So we started podcasts. We talked about where to start making comics. Uh, and then what did we do? We talked about your first comic script. Mm-hmm. Still need to finish that. Yeah, which is not done. Yeah. <laughs> it's not done. New Year's actually, resolution. Maybe uh, get a page done from that. Get a page yeah. done, yeah. Yeah. Uh, or finish the script. Finish the script. Maybe. Like It's done. It's in rough draft form. But it's just written so poorly that I don't feel like it's showing to anybody. Yeah. And then we definitely talked quite a bit about... Uh, yeah, we, we started reviewing some comics. Yeah. We talked comic writing with a, with a writer. Um, yeah. And then we... And then, our first like actual comic artist guest was Brian Judge. How cool is that? Yeah. Episode that six. That is super cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the first person we spoke to who we didn't know in real life and just knew as a comic person, you know? <laughs> yeah. So that was cool. And then uh, Cassie told us about drawing uh, color and stuff. We went over color. Um, oh, and then we talked to the, uh, the finger bang guys. Yeah. Jared Gordon and Ben Peroni. They're yep. good. They're fantastic. <laughs> and then Russell Nolte came on our podcast. An interesting but great guy. Interesting and uh yeah. Very, he, very, very good podcast episode. Yes. Very nice very nice dude. And uh, he will definitely uh he definitely has something to say, which is always nice to hear. Yeah. And then we uh a couple of weeks later we talked to Mark von Onen. Right, you're a great guy. The Ahab Van Helsing versus Nosferatu mm-hmm. Carcharodon mm-hmm. comic, which is just the, the longest and weirdest name for a comic that you can't say out loud. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And uh, what, what came after that? Yeah, we talked uh, quite a bit with lots of people. Andy Buwandy. Andy Buwandy, fantastic guy as well. Carrot. Uh, Mark Von Onen came back. Yeah, he came back. <laughs> uh, and then the uh, holidays started and things got yeah. crazy. And yep. we might have missed a week there. Oh, also, we, we did like an improvised episode. Yeah. Which was really, really dumb. But it was a lot of fun. I enjoyed it. It was uh, it was okay. <laughs> I, I, bet we'll it, I bet we'll do it again. It was fun. Before we, the end of COVID, Mark My Words, Keegan, we'll do it again. I had fun during the like the review part of that where like we like randomly popped back into a review and then went back to the scenes. Anyway, we're improvisers, so we decided to just do an improvised podcast yeah. with with it wasn't all of our podcasts are improvised, mm-hmm. but this one had like in, improvised narrative scenes. I don't know how to how to put it. We did a we did a bat, which is a for an improv form 
that they had used to do at the Improv Olympic I.O. Theater whenever power went out. Uh, that's what they would do is they would purposely do that, which was an, uh, an improv form designed for those that are no, with, like you can't see anything. So it worked perfectly over a Zoom where you turn off the screen. Yeah, yeah. I don't know when Henry got on here, but uh, Henry came on at some point. Yeah, Henry would come on at some point. He's, Henry still has multiple ideas that he wants. Henry's to- six, right? Henry six? Henry is six. Yeah. When's his birthday? December. No, he is seven now. He is, He's he, seven? He just turned seven. December, I think, 12th or 15th is his birthday. Okay. So we had a six-year-old reviewing my comics and being basically an insult comic. Uh, yeah, I- he is very harsh. Like, he is harsher on everything than I am. And, and if, so if you want to know how people are going to view your story, have a six-year-old read them. Yeah. And you'll get very honest opinions. He did not like your comics. He was not <laughs> happy with them at all. Yeah. Uh, okay. And then uh, we had Henry review Winston Gambro's mm-hmm. uh, uh, comic, the uh, Rex Radley Boy Adventure comics, mm-hmm. which are really cool. Yeah. The only the only review that he actually was somewhat decent for, somewhat decent with. He actually liked those comics. Yeah. Yeah, he likes those comics. Yeah. And then we uh, did the December drawdown, which was uh, all of December. We just learned how to draw, sort of. Yeah, and we got some great art. Um, it was really excited. We had more of my family show up. We had Chloe, my niece. Yeah, your, your niece, Chloe. And uh, Andy Buandi supported the podcast and jumped into the challenge and showed us all up, basically. Yeah, <laughs> he showed us the power of a professional artist. Yeah. And like uh, skill and experience, and yeah, and like the most anime way thing, anime way things. Like you think your skills match with mine, ha! And he just beats us, and then we're like, no, anime color darkness. <laughs> we have lost the challenge. He's like, this is why you should never draw. Yes. <laughs> no, but seriously, Andy, uh, he talks over and over every time he's on about like how people should just keep trying, yeah. keep trying, especially if you're interested in it. And that's how he broke through. I mean, if you're practicing over and over, you eventually become good at it. Yeah, it just takes even, it just might take longer for some people if it's not a natural skill or, or whatnot. So, yeah. uh, but clearly Andy has some natural skill, <laughs> way, way more natural than what we were doing uh, with your jack-o'-lantern Batman. Hey, <laughs> I, I like my jack-o'-lantern Batman. He's fantastic. He represents the Halloween spirit in December. So we this is uh, episode 28. We are going to continue this podcast. We're getting new guests every week lined up. And uh, what what's your goal with your comic? You got to finish the script, right? My goal is to finish the script, get the artist that we selected to finish the rest, and go from there. Okay. Um. But in the meantime, I'm just simply enjoying the ride of this podcast and just thinking new ideas of where I would want the comic to go. So what what stopped you from finishing the script? I'm just curious. Um, this is how our podcast started. So I feel like this is how we, we need to do a New Year's update. Um, life just kind of got in the way. Um, during COVID, um, I had I lost a job, I gained a job, I lost a job, and I gained a job again. Yeah. So, <laughs> I have been I have been unfortunately affected by COVID negatively, but I've been fortunate to buck the trend and find work. Yeah, which is great. Quickly, actually, which has been great, and I'm in a great job that I absolutely love, and I love the people I work with, and I love the people working there. It's like one of those things to like. This is in many ways my dream job, and I would not have gotten this if like if it wasn't for COVID, which is a horrible thing, COVID, but it's been good for me in that regard. I mean, yeah, yeah, good and bad, mm-hmm. <laughs> everything. Um, yeah, so you've just had a lot going on, and you're obviously learning a new job. Um, yeah, and for me, it was like uh, this this. My comic, my main comic, which I've talked about, the nefarious Mr. Green, is like 
the the flats are done now it took several months for the flats to be done and now the artist just needs to do the colors and i'm going to put it on kickstarter uh so that's coming up but oh and then we'll have uh but i don't know the timeline for the colors because the artist yes would you want henry and or chloe to review these um i'm thinking that uh yeah of course of course Mm -hmm. Yeah, once once they're on Kickstarter, we'll we'll do some. Yeah, it's our podcast. We'll promote the hell out of it. Yeah, <laughs> like you should be listening to this. Why aren't you? Or you should be reading this. Why aren't you reading this? Yeah, exactly. We can, we can do the Simpsons. My wife has been very vocal about the, the comic book readings. Why? Where? Where is the comic to read? Why aren't you reading it right now? And why? Why shouldn't you just go start reading it now? And so on and so forth. Yeah, exactly. But it's stuck in the coloring and the artist has like six other projects. So I don't know when it's going to get done. And uh, yeah. So uh, once, you know, if you're trying to make comics, remember it may take years. It's just how the industry works. And in the meantime, I've done a bunch of death maze comics, but because I have not, uh, I've purposefully not paid people to do the full comic lettering, colors, art, you know, uh, I've been separating those out for the purposes of like talking about the process on this podcast. Um, some of those are not done. Some of them are done and need to be released and I need to get on that, but some of them are not done, but just like you, it's been like, uh, work got busy and, uh, my schedule kind of got thrown out by that. And, um you also yeah, got it on the way too so i think that kind of might take precedent over that. yeah yeah so expecting a child in february and uh yeah and so that's ramping up my time is getting precious so mm-hmm. uh i'd much rather get these episodes out than the ultimate comic is your baby yeah exactly so yeah so i don't know that's a new year's update i'm gonna get these death maze comics out uh because they're awesome some of the, most of the oh, art is it done. Depends who you ask if they're awesome. <laughs> uh, if you ask, I ask you. If I ask you, I would say it's awesome. But if you ask you. Henry, you would say, "Oh my god, I wish I could burn it in the fire." Okay, so to our six-year-old uh, listeners, seven-year-old, <laughs> seven, seven-year-old listeners listening to this explicit podcast episode, uh, don't expect much from my Death Maze comics coming out. But to the rest of you, they're awesome, and I want to share them. So uh, hopefully get those out soon. Hopefully. Yeah. And uh, anything else? Um, no. I don't think so. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Thanks to everyone who stuck with us and joined us on this journey that is Dumb Comic Creators. And I know I've, I've plugged the heck out of our Twitch, but like that's our new thing. We're doing the Twitch, and... Uh, and How many like viewers we, do we have right now? We have two. two? No, we have four. Hey, four. what's up? Hey. <laughs> uh, we have four viewers. And uh, if any of them want to ask questions at any time to our comic artists or, or anyone coming on the podcast, like that's the time to do it. Like yeah. we're on Twitch and it's still a podcast. We're still doing this as a podcast. But uh, yeah, the idea is to take questions and and be a little more interactive with our audience i guess uh sorry to be the dead horse i talk about twitch a lot about what (laughs) uh spotify anyway uh if you want to find us eric where can you find us you can find us on our website dumbcomicreators.com you can find us on the instagram instagram.com forward slash dumbcomicreators you can find us on twitch twitch.com slash dumbcomicreators on the facebook facebook.com slash dumbcomicreators creators you want to help support us go to patreon.com slash dumb comic creators we have two patreon supporters at least by now neither uh, of which have been charged because no we only charge we only charge you if and when a comic com- is released we have released zero comics well that have been released for free yeah all the comics have been released for free uh honestly if somebody signs up I, i'm definitely gonna start. like next death maze is getting charged fyi to all our patreons that's fine <laughs> uh cool all right so uh with that being said we never waste our guest time no we do <laughs>
Okay, but who are we? <laughs> we are dumb comic creators. I am Eric Schwartz, and you are you getting Shiner. And we need a catchphrase. We had a good one today. No, we didn't. You gave up on it. You have like fought tooth and nail for certain catchphrases, like to the point that I'm like, I don't even know if you care anymore. That like, if like you just, this is the hill you will die upon, despite yeah. the fact that every single person, including all our guests, are like, this is a horrible catchphrase. No one likes it. I hope it dies in a fire type of yeah. bad catch. Right. We lost two of our viewers while you were saying that. <laughs> Probably because the catchphrase is so bad. The catchphrase was bad. All right. Well, talk to I'm you later. I'm pretty sure you lost it to me. I'm trying to say Talks goodbye. Later. Bye. Good- goodbye. Bye. <laughs>